there's a youtuber called gitaro 5000 and he has this great idea where he hangs out at different places and asks passerbys to join him in singing a song or whatever they like and this particular song is a real wonderful collaboration because it is at the moment extempore it couldn't have been planned and yet things just fall into place the first post in today's episode the ripple effect they came to the santa monica pier from different directions one of them is a guitarist who's been playing for over 20 years and has a sizable subscriber base on youtube he sets up a mic and invites people to sing while he plays the guitar most beachgoers have nothing more on their minds than to snack chit chat and while away a lazy afternoon then a cautious indian girl strolls by with a friend and he invites her to sing they go back and forth on the songs she knows and what he can accompany her on finally they settle on a daniel caesar song and she begins hesitantly at first and then gets into the flow and it turns out that she is effortlessly good the collaboration works even though they don't know each other at all and come from different worlds but that doesn't stop them from connecting and creating some great music together she's learned classical music for over 10 years and he of course is great on the guitar they go their own ways and it is clear that the young singer monica is not a career musician even though she is a natural her instagram handle which she doesn't immediately recall has attracted over 9000 followers and we'll leave it there just like the video which now has millions of views and is growing a moment in time when two talented people came together and created a ripple on the beach one weekend evening and most of the visitors remained blissfully unaware of the viral video taking shape ai and ml are old hat welcome to the metaverse this is one of those exercises in prediction which turns out to be completely wrong and i have no qualms at all in admitting to this post was written 2 years ago obviously things changed and i got it gloriously wrong zuckerberg lost billions i lost face there's a change of guard every few years the old chestnuts don't work as well anymore because everyone's using the same jargon then you begin to hear the whispers of something new which becomes a flood and in time what everyone is building into their product not so long ago ai was the gate that opened venture capital in every business loads of big data churned into some marvelous new insights and products that could build the next billion dollar business in practically every global software business there is an ai component if you ask the promoters they will whip out one nugget after another to tell you how they identified a key need churn data and then put in place a process that simply made it incredibly easy to take the business to a whole new level so what exactly is the metaverse facebook describes it one way but epic games has another approach at this stage facebook has had to play on the back foot because they're weathering several storms of agitated legal and social scrutiny from lawmakers and other pressure groups 
The basic description of the metaverse is the next stage of the internet where it moves from screens to objects of everyday use and the interactions that will result. There's a long set of essays written about the metaverse if you're interested in trying to understand what is going on or whether you want to go the way Epic believes is the right one. Reminds me of the time when the web moved from 1.0 to 2.0, but that was gone before you knew it. And that is precisely what has happened to the metaverse as well. Increasingly few or very few people now believe that it is going to be significant in future. And the final post to wrap up this episode, what your location data is worth. Remember how Google Maps emails you a nice little infographic about the places you visit every month? This was before the pandemic, of course. It was interesting to the extent that you looked at it and said, oh, okay, and probably forgot all about it. But once the data is online, it is never forgotten. And there are companies who harvest data, not from the phone, but from the apps you have installed. There was a company called Foursquare who allowed check-ins to restaurants, cinemas, or other locations and conferred titles like Mayor of X Starbucks, for example. It seemed like a harmless but essentially weird thing. But all that data of movements to places adds up to a profile of your life. If you visit religious places regularly, the fact that religion is important to you will come through clearly. If a person is in the habit of having a drink every evening at a favorite restaurant, the location data will show the regularity of visits to the place. That data is of interest to companies targeting drinkers. Extend these examples and you see how easy it is to build profiles of people and their interests without them filling a single form or even posting anything to social media. Most people have nothing to hide. But when their preferences can be extracted in tangential ways, marketing to them is just the tip of the iceberg. The location industry is apparently worth $12 billion and that could be a conservative estimate. Every week, I'll plant a few ideas in your mind on branding, behavior and markets. Triggers for your thoughts. Spread the word to your friends. All you have to do is click the link and enter an email address. And yes, please do let me know what you think of these posts, your comments, your views and your ideas are most welcome. Thank you for listening.